played Cyberpunk? I did. I played it when it first came out. Oh, I'm sorry. You should play it again. Because <laughs> it's it's better now. I never... I, I got through a lot of it. Like, I remember getting through the point where... I think your homeboy dies. Like, the buff dude. Um, you go in to assassinate people and like, the high-rise... Bro, like, that's like, like the first six hours of the game. That's like, that's barely before the world even opens up. Like, really? Okay, there's two things that happen. I either get like 80% through a game and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, that happened to Outer Worlds. I got super deep into Outer Worlds and then the last 20% I was like, eh. Or I I get so heavy into this. Oh, we're gonna talk Not, about that. that. Because it's no, bad. we're I don't gonna talk about why. that. That's but that's like the most important part of the game. No, okay, it's fine. It's fine. I'm a I'm um, a big outer worlds stan, as you would put it. So it's otherwise, <laughs> it's I treat I call it the Pokemon effect. When I would play Pokemon, I would spend hours grinding so that way I could absolutely obliterate like the first gym with my weakest Pokemon. Oh, you're that kid. And I spend so much time doing all that stuff. That by the time I get back to the story, I'm like, I'm just not interested anymore. And <laughs> yeah, I think you like that's burned yourself out. No, yeah. Well, I, I was actually going to defend you either way, because I think when Cyberpunk came out uh, originally, I played it for like 60 hours and basically mm. almost beat the main storyline entirely. I don't remember a single thing from it. Like, I'm replaying it again and just going yeah. like, oh, whoa, I, I don't remember that. So it's insane how you can just passively do something like that and not realize. Just like starting this episode without realizing, hi, welcome to the 32nd. <gasps> hey, everybody, how's it going? Episode 32nd. Fuck, I did it again, man. You didn't <laughs> check. You didn't even check. Joseph, cut this out. And yeah, if you want to hear any of what we just talked about that Joseph cut out, maybe you join the Patreon and you can find out. You'll be in on yeah. the inside jokes there. Might be one of the cool kids. Where the hell did he go? Mitchell? I can't do this alone. Everything's I mean, I probably fine. Could. There, there, oh. there wasn't anything else in this scene that I felt like was distracting that I had to move momentarily. We're good. We're, we're fine. I'm going to cut that out, too. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Let's cut this whole episode out. It's only going to be a minute long. Oh, what were we that talking sounds about ab right. What were we talking about before my near-perfect segue into the intro? Baldur's Gate and why Cyberpunk. it's the best game ever. That's right. Close. All right. So speaking of Baldur's Gate, I played Baldur's Gate on live stream recently, um, which, hey, if you want to follow me, Scourge Slaps on Twitch. And we got Lord Suku as well. He also streams LAWD. Yeah. Oh, oh, big. All right. T-S-U-K-U. No, that's right. Is. And that's not two U's at the end. He was no, just no, saying, <laughs> you know who it is after the fact. It's confusing. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But there is still a second U in, in Suku. So. But at the end. Links, not, links but down not below. two U's at the end. There just are two right. U's. Man, this is confusing. We're just. You. Making... Couldn't have said oh, it better boy, myself. <laughs> Um, I played Baldur's Gate. Cyberpunk. Oh, no. yeah. Baldur's Gate. I forgot we On stream. Yeah. And I played for like an hour and a half. So you made your character. Guess who didn't save again? And guess who died? It's it's this like you game... want to you want to create a bad experience for Listen, yourself. No, this is okay. self-imposed. This I is self-imposed. I absolve myself entirely, okay? Because oh, I fast traveled multiple times. I talked to multiple people. I went to multiple different areas, and you're telling me in not one of those instances it autosaves? Why? Why not? What am I like it's it's 2024, people? This, this game Give gave you so much, and you have the audacity to say, you know what? I want that's a little not more. good enough. I want a little that's more. That's not enough. Well, you know what? I would love to enjoy all the things that they give me, but I can't because I play it for three hours, and then I, for some reason, I forget to save, <laughs> quote unquote, and then I lose it all. 
And the sad part is I ended stream without realizing I had lost it all. So then after the fact, I realized it and was like, well, I don't know whether or not I can stream again until I get back to the part I was at, or if I just stream everything I did again already, who really cares? Like, yeah. Um, so I'm in a love-hate relationship with this game. The love outweighs the hate by far, of course. But for the last couple days, man, it's been burning me. Uh, it's been a burn. That's I why to, I started playing Oblivion. That makes sense. I need you to write a sticky note that says save in all caps and put it on your computer while you're streaming and playing Baldur's Gate. Set like an alarm every five minutes on my phone. That just says yes. save. That might not be a bad idea. But I yeah, I it did start funny. Oh, good. I would say it'd be funny to go through how many different save files I have for my one playthrough. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank God games don't have that problem anymore where I think like early on, if you had too many save files, it could cause like a memory leak in some games. Because um, I could have had a game like Baldur's Gate. That's just begging for it. There's <laughs> over 100 save files easily. I bet more. I bet like. I, yeah. Because I'd imagine one session, you're probably saving it 15 to 20 times. If so, not more, there's times I've done like. Oh, man, I, it's really scary to think about for as much <laughs> as I played that game. Yeah, I bet you save that shit a bunch. You'd be a saving little bitch, ain't you? You save it Just all like over the place, ain't today. you? saving 15% or more by switching to Baldur's Gate. Get your discounted insurance through Baldur's Gate at neonvalleypod.com backslash Patreon hashtag Baldur's Gate for 20% or more. I can't even back you up on this one, man. I... <laughs> there yep. has been some discourse amongst people in our fan base, our devout Shocker. fan base. <laughs> The people who watch our YouTube shorts and have no idea who we are that seem to agree with you that Oblivion is better than Skyrim. It's because it is. All right, well, I'm the people's messiah. They have chosen me. Oh, I'm, I'm proud of you, man. No, it's a good game. No, I've, I have been replaying it and it is very good. It is not as good as skyrim <laughs> saying it just Appin saying it bro. nope i'll keep playing it though i'll keep playing it you will how's will. the autosave function because i want to it's great it's fantastic <laughs> in fact uh actually no it's not you do need to save pretty often in that game as well from what i understand <laughs> yeah yeah uh, no, that's true <clears throat> yeah just wanted to you know give you a little shout out there since apparently you were right and uh happens although soft topic but that gif you sent the second i saw it i i know i i've replied it but his voice yeah. i just educate yourself like i could hear it like <laughs> so distinctly. It's such a distinct voice yeah i probably don't even have to say what that's from for people to know what i'm talking about like, I, I didn't do that great of an impression, but I did enough of a cadence that I bet people are like, oh, yeah. I wonder, because it, it's one of those voices, anytime I hear a movie with it, I'm like, I know all the work that he's done, but I don't know who that is. Oh, I do. He's in that 70s show. He plays the priest who's like hip and cool with the kids, but also like, you know is always trying to convince them to go with Jesus. I think I actually know who you're talking about. Okay, that makes sense. What is... What is the voice actor's name? I'm... Okay. Evan McDonald? Alright, I'm really glad that maybe... Uh, I'm glad that you found it. Hold on. Because... I'm about to dub you the worst Googler ever because we've done this now for like three episodes where you cannot find anything. And I literally <laughs> search one thing and I'm like, oh, you mean this person? Like this has happened so many times. Yes, Kevin McDonald. I literally just looked up Lilo Stitch cast and it's the fourth person on the cast list. Pleakley. Yes. <laughs> it actually took me, I think, 
two to two and a half different Google searches for me to get something that I could actually work off. Let of. me guess, did you look up educate yourself quote guy or something like that? Is that what you looked up? <laughs> no, I, I just typed in Lilo and Sitch Pleakley, but I also spelled oh. Pleakley wrong. Oh, that's fair. It, it, I didn't even know his name was Pleakley until I read it right now, but I knew who the actor was. So, which is funny because I remembered the character's name for some fucking reason, but uh, <laughs> he he was he did a lot. Yeah, he yeah. was an Invader Zim. Yes, yeah, he's a great voice actor for sure. Yeah, one of those very when you hear his voice again, you know exactly who that person is in terms of oh I've, i recognize this voice um kevin mcdonald come on the podcast would you actually have him as a guest on the podcast like of, i feel like of, of course, course. Uh, like of course yeah. I, I know the answer is of course but like wouldn't you be nervous like what do we ask him what do, what do we talk to kevin mcdonald about his experience with lilo and stitch like uh, that's the only connection like that 70s show is Oblivion better than Skyrim? And how much does he love Baldur's Gate? It's fair. And is Joe Rogan overrated? Yes. Um, and also, what's it like being God, an heir TV to the McDonald it. family? I'm sure it's you must be making in, raking in the dough. That burger I'd money? like to think if we had any guest... We ask them things that, like, they've definitely never been asked before. Okay. Like, I, we go out of our way to, to pick things that they're like, wow, I've never been asked how long it is. Uh, oh, but Jesus. while I'm here. And not, and, and not to, to your point, not in the way that, like, hot ones, you know, where they're always like, wow, that's a good question. I've never thought about that. Not like that. You're saying, like, well, you're like, what would you say the circumference of your fourth grade teacher's wrist was? Yeah. If you had to guess, because we have it here, we've got the info and we will be <laughs> testing you. <laughs> we just give them random math problems and yes. calculate the circumference of the sun. <laughs> I feel like they could Google that. Well, I'll give them that. We take their phones and it'll serve two purposes. One, they can't answer. Two, we have leverage and we have their phones and I'm sure they have contacts to a bunch of more famous people so we can like contact them. This is a great idea. Uh, I did have, I did have a terrible idea for a podcast, by the way, like a year ago, This, but it's a great, yeah. Right. And then we started it, baby. But then, no, <laughs> I, I, I had a terrible idea, but it's also a great idea. Okay. And it's very MTV, VH1, even HBO, okay? LOL, OMG, WTF. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think of another one. I couldn't. <laughs> so the idea I had was essentially like get Uber deliveries or Postmates or any kind of delivery service, right? where you can assume the person delivering doesn't have like a very stringent time frame, right? So it can't be like a it can't be like a Domino's delivery guy cuz most likely he works for Domino's. He's got to be back in 5 minutes to to deliver more pizzas, right? Mm -hmm. So this is more freelance delivery stuff. And when they answer the door, you essentially just say, "Hey, thank you so much." If I tipped you an extra 20, 30 bucks, would you be willing to sit down for 20 minutes and just talk about bullshit? Like, like we'll leave the door open. We promise this is not like, you know what I mean? Like explain everything. Of course, there's going to be people who are like, fuck no, I'm out of here. But I mean, I bet, like, this is, yeah, this is kidnapping. Yeah. But this like, <laughs> but like, but if you had a nice enough setup ready, right? But not too nice, right? But the nice nicer enough. the setup, the more, this exactly. is like rich billionaire hunting people shit. Yeah. But nice enough where it's like, okay, where, where you know, and it's like, hey, you ordered a pizza and you're like, hey, this is also half yours now. You know, like you're in on this. Yeah. But no, I and then just interview that person. And it's literally just being like, so why do you work at a pizza place? Or like what or not even or like that? Why do you uh, what got you to this point? And like, it'll be such a broad thing with such broad questions and like, but it's such a it's a, like, I feel like it would create the most 
interesting random conversations with just random people that would then leave and never be a part of the conversation or life ever it, again. It gets really heavy, like, well, my wife left me and I lost my dog in the war and Bro, that would be nah. the best episode though. Like, are you kidding me? That would be the episode. Like, yeah. That uh, maybe I'm just saying, one one time. One time I'll get an Uber delivery order and we can have a guest on the podcast. Did you know I did Grubhub for a little bit? No, I did not. I'm sorry. Yeah, when I was it was one of my jobs that I had actually I think it was I'd been when I was doing one of my payroll jobs where I just was not making enough to do what I wanted to do. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do some Grubhub. And it was an interesting experience, uh, to say the least. I only did it for like maybe like a month or two. And Let me guess, like, somebody no. asked you to be on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But what I was, oh, the whole reason I brought it up was they do at times pick up multiple orders. So we just have to be prepared Again, of course, to of course. hold them against the will. Yeah, no, no, of course. That's why I was saying, like, it's going to be one of those things where, I don't know, it's expensive. Because you're talking, like, you'd have to make, like, five orders a night and hope one in those five people will stick around for 20 minutes, you know? Because, like, if all five don't, we just spend, like, 120 bucks on food. Although, if that's a got thing, nothing it, out it, of it. That, that makes it, like, a dual part of the video. Can we convince a a food delivery person to have a conversation so that's the first half and then the second half is a conversation what if they don't want to leave dude that's the ve that's even funnier it's a three hour long episode <laughs> just because they're super into it we play mortal You're kombat like, well, i kind of i kind of gotta <clears throat> go to bed they're like that's cool i'll keep streaming while you uh you pass <laughs> yeah right now they think they're like your your close buds i also think that the concept itself is attention bringing like if you tell oh, someone yeah. Yo, there's this podcast where they interview random people that deliver shit to their door. Like, I would definitely listen to an episode of that, for sure. 100%. You know what I think would be the coolest is if that person is a magician. And they're like, door can door I show magician? you some magic tricks? That'd oh, be that... fucking amazing. Oh, you're fucking genius, Mitchell. Oh, my I God. I know I've been telling people this, but nobody I know. Listens. I Listen, you're a genius, man. I could kiss you on the forehead. We don't do delivery stuff. We hire people who do things like that. Like it's like oh. like party stuff, like like a clown or a magician or a dancer. And then instead of them doing it, we're like make an episode about that life and then be like, hey, what's it like being this person? What's it like doing this career? If you're not interested in doing this, we'll pay you half either way. And then you can just leave and you didn't have to do it. You know what I mean? Like or you stay, pay, take the full payment and make a podcast episode. And maybe you become famous and we take all the royalties from it. Exactly. Now we'll make pretty a contract. Good, we'll make a fair contract. Advice. We'll make a fair contract. 10%. 10 that's that's generous. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk How about, about 10% of 10%. Yeah, Ooh. we'll we'll get we'll get Carl to write up the contract. Thanks, Carl. AKA 1%. <laughs> it doesn't sound as good. No. 10% of 10% sounds a lot better. But 10, 10. <clears throat> you're a genius, Mitchell. That's what we're doing. All right. So next episode, we're going to hire a hooker. We're not going to sleep with them, <laughs> but we're going to talk not with them. to sleep with them specifically. <laughs> Just to we talk. get someone Just whose job to is to talk. like to like set up hooks on ships and stuff like that for fishing. And we're like, oh, not the kind of hooker we were looking for. Uh, but sure. Sure. That's, that'll do. That is like a family guy cutaway. That is. Lois, remember the time? I accidentally hired a hooker, but it was the wrong kind. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of fish out here. Al Peter. You know, yeah. Uh, you actually sounded like Seamus a little bit there. I think that was the, mm -hmm. the pirate-esque guy. I know. Okay, now that I'm saying this on the podcast, I'm going to do it. I want to make, you know those ASMR videos on YouTube where, I don't know if you've ever stumbled upon one, but it'll be like, you're in a club bathroom while your friends are talking in the other room and there's EDM music playing or something. And it's like this very like ethereal soundscape where it sounds very like, specific. no, I swear, dude, they're very specific. And it sounds like you're in a bathroom and it's like people are like walking on the floor and tapping and you can hear like, hey, oh my God, oh my God. And you can hear like through the walls and shit. 
There's a bunch of those. And I really want to make one that's just called watching Family Guy stoned with your friend at two in the morning. <laughs> and it's just in the background. And I'm going to record all the voices. So I'm like, <laughs> uh, Brian, come here, Brian. Alpeda, stop that. <laughs> I I I lawless. <laughs> like, but That's it's actually all... pretty good. All of those. Thank you. And it'll be like faded in the background, so it'll sound even better. And like, and then you just hear like grinding of like a grinder, and like a bong ripped. <coughs> and then you want to hit of this, like little shit like that. And like, of <laughs> you can hear the fan like rotating in the corner. I'm telling you, it's gonna be. It's gonna the, the have pizza three rolls million go views. Off in the... <laughs> Yes, genius. Oh, yeah, pizza rolls. It's gonna have three million views, dude. It's watching Family Guy with your friends high at two in the morning. ASMR. There's another one. Is like conversations in the airport, but randomly you hear, "Did you set it off? Is it, <laughs> is it ready to detonate?" <laughs> like, but but Romanoff. there's no no indication that it, it's gonna be like. Like it's only a half an hour like in. Yeah, like literally, it's so far in too. Like it's like so... it's actually ASMR. Then it gets like, kill them all. <laughs> Don't leave a single survivor. It's like, what am I listening to? No, fucking it's a, it's a... gunfire like at the very end of it. Just like, I'll never take me alive. And at the very end, you just hear, remember, no Russian. It's like, oh my god, this was the modern warfare cutscene the whole time. Uh, or at the end, it says. Thank you for boarding Spirit Airlines. Oh my god. By the way, what I a lot of people Oh, that's the best one-liner from a video game. Welcome to Spirit Airlines. Listen, I know you didn't get my reference. Not not the Spirit Airlines. I know you didn't get my oh. reference. But there's there's a there's a scene in the original Modern Warfare 2 where you're playing as an American insurgent pretending to be Russian. And mm. the Russians are in an airport literally killing civilians. So you have to kill civilians as a player. Oh. Uh, it's really deep. Like, as a Modern Warfare game, it was like, whoa, are you making me do this? Um, but it starts off with the guy like opening the elevator and he just turns around and goes, remember, no Russian. And just like puts the mask on. And then you just start mowing down civilians. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, there you go. That's the best one liner. I was I'm so nervous about releasing our last episode, by the way, because I fucked up the Halo thing so bad. Really? Uh, I, I don't think honestly, I don't think enough people listen to us yet to really care that much. But it's one of those things where we're like, what what if by chance this is one of the episodes? It's like, oh, a couple hundred people listen and they're like, what the fuck is he talking about? They're all the most diehard Halo fans that have ever yeah, existed. Exactly. So I just want to clear this up real quick. I said that the line was from the most recent game, Halo Infinite, and it was him saying, finishing this. It is not from Halo Infinite. It is from Halo 2 or maybe even Halo 1. See, I might even still be getting it wrong, and I'm God, not going to double check. Making, you're making and, it worse. And it's just when they ask him, what are you doing, chief? And he and I didn't even get the quote right because he says, <laughs> finishing this fight. That's the quote. And that's the best quote from Halo. In 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 Halo Infinite, he says some bullshit like um, like doing what I have to do. Like it's still badass, and it's like it still works. Yeah. But it it yeah it wasn't what I said at all. Uh, so I apologize. That's disrespectful. Yeah, I'm a bad person. I also didn't finish Takashi Kashi, but we'll talk about it a little bit next episode. Don't worry. I watched enough to talk about. Oh, I watched enough to talk more about it. Don't worry. All right. Don't you worry. I'll accept it. Oh, man. I don't even remember what we were talking about originally. ASMR. <laughs> yeah. Always send more refunds. What would because... be your ASMR channel? Like that I would make or I would enjoy listening to? Oh, that you would make. I, I would probably go with like a, a theme of it's like, oh, a nice day at the park. But then, like, again, halfway through, you're like, is that a meteor coming towards us? <laughs> oh, my God. Joseph? Joseph! Oh, my God, somebody called ambulance. He's choking. Like, it, it it would just, it would all be just, like, titled, like, A Beautiful Day at the Park. But then, like, something awful would happen halfway through it. And oh, they would just turn into a nightmare. You would go the uh, Just a Bear route? No, what was that? What was the Adult Swim thing? 
I feel like we watched this together like really high years ago. That, maybe maybe you weren't there. The I don't yeah, right. Um it's called like just a bear or a bear live stream or something, and it was on Adult Swim and it and it started at like midnight and it was like a couple hours long, and for the first hour it was just like it looked like just a live stream of a bear, like in the forest. But then eventually like the bear travels out into like a suburban neighborhood and then like stops dead at this woman's car and then like the woman has like a panic attack and then like starts like the reality starts like breaking and she starts like freaking out and then it turns into like a drug advertisement but then like isn't but that like it's like so fucking weird it's like the too many cooks thing you know where it just goes off the fucking do you not know too many cooks either no i don't know too many cooks. oh my god Holy shit. Okay, that's one of your assignments for this next next week. We're going to talk about Too Many Cooks next episode. You have All to right. watch that. It's literally two minutes long. It's like... All right, I'm sending it in the our, our Discord chat, so that way I don't forget. That's fine, because, yeah, so if you haven't seen these things or heard of them, there are, yes, there are things similar to what you're saying. My, my favorite one, actually, that has happened recently, similar to that, was... Um, hold on, let me lower my chair a little bit. Can't this... You oh. should raise it. Hey. Uh, one of my favorite recently was in Sh- Shudder, the horror streaming app. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, haven't seen that. Yeah, right. They they released uh, a holiday Yule log thing. Like, you know how every streaming service has like a fire pit? Oh, like, yeah. You can just fireplace. Yeah. Uh, fire pit. Jesus Christ, I'm sitting here. Yule log, fire pit, like fireplace. Every like every name. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, so every every like streaming service has their own, oh, just put this on, and it's like a fake fireplace, and you'll hear the crackling and all that. And they had one on Shutter, and it was a couple hours long, and me and Audrey put it on, and about an hour into it, a murder starts happening, like just off screen. And so you hear like, oh my God, and then like blood splatters onto the fucking table <laughs> and then like halfway through it the the murderer picks up the camera and starts like carrying it and then it's from his perspective and it's like a that's murder. really cool yeah and it turns into like a horror movie from his perspective and then it ends up back in front of the fireplace and like it's really it's it's such a creative idea we are them they are us they are us that's what i sent gerbils when he joined the Patreon. Oh, by the way, we should mention, uh, let's give a shout out to all of our patrons over at our lovely uh, Patreon, where mm. we uh, give away little extra bits and release our episodes early and things like that. Uh, so here, I have the list of our patrons. Let's give them a shout out. Uh, we have Gerbils. So thank you guys so much <laughs> for the uh, support. Yes. Thank we you, Gerbils. Sh- and if you want to have the opportunity to be in a potential raffle. Maybe we'll raffle some random shit off and that would only be available to Patreons. Patreon. Yeah. Patreon. <laughs> Patreons. <laughs> yep. The Patreons. Uh, so far, the odds are looking good for gerbils. If we gerbils do have a raffle. looking we... like he's going to get a lot of raffle yeah. prizes. Let's just say there's a one in three chance he's winning. <laughs> Well, we're included, obviously. I mean, <laughs> we, if it's really good, I want to win too. You know, <laughs> we subscribe to our own Patreon. <laughs> it's a carnival cruise, and I'm just like, I won! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. All right. We're so, definitely gonna need Carl for that one. Carl. Th- so this past week was the Golden Globes, Mitchell. Uh, I uh, I found out about that when you you mention the golden globes right before a podcast god damn it mitchell we have a podcast you have to be more you have to be more culturally up to date you know you gotta i, be I right. do i've realized that, that you, I honestly i'm so kidding out of touch. but it's a little funnier when you're not um this is one of the few years that i think i saw almost every movie at the uh golden globes and oscars coming up um really? you know what no <laughs> i shouldn't talk just something about that i think i did really no yeah i shouldn't talk shit because i i watched 80 
to 90% of them. Did okay? you? Because now I don't yes. trust your word. Yes, for sure. Because honestly, there wasn't much like nominated this year. We had Oppenheimer. Alders Gate deserved nomination. Killers of the Flower Moon, um, which was Scorsese's new movie. Poor Things with like that just came out so it's like i didn't see that but it literally came out last friday so it's like fuck you like what i have not heard of that movie i have not seen anything in regards to it looks weird it? As shit. yeah it looks weird as shit it's got emma stone in it um and uh the hulk what's his name mark ruffalo yeah mark buffalo hey i learned a thing and he was also in come on a movie we watched just a couple episodes ago. He was a doc. Uh, he was a scientist. Eternal sunshine, spotless mind. Woo! Discord cut out a little bit there, so it, it, it but it counts. I heard you say it. I yeah. heard you say it. Uh, I'm okay. a big kid now. We're growing. Uh, no, but then also the holdovers. That was good. Yeah, about that. It's it was like it was good, but it's just like, you know, standard. Uh, Salt burn, which that was good. That was weird, but it was that. good. And that's a oh Barbie, Barbie, Barbie got slighted for a lot of things, my friend. I'll tell you what. I believe that I haven't seen it, but that's when I'd actually be willing to watch because it looks funny. The only thing it won was box office achievement, and that just kind of sounds like a backhanded compliment, like. Oh, well, like you, you made a lot of money, but we don't want to give you anything else. And it's like, well, if it made a lot of money, it probably did at least a couple things, right? Yeah, like numerically, that's, you did well. It's like technically, it's like the technically award. They fucking technically, it's, it's the, you get an award, I guess. It's like fuck you. You God made all it. the money all these other movies wanted to make, but mm. that's exactly why we don't like you. Um, it did win for best original song, but technically, Billie Eilish wins for that. Billie Eilish and Phineas. It's not Barbie that wins. Um, and Phineas and Ferb? Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe Boredom it. is no. something no. up with which I will not put. It's the best quote from that show. Oh, I was like, is that another movie? I don't recognize any of these. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, man. All right. So I'll go over some of the winners on the list here. So animated feature film, which, hey, this is one I think we should watch. The Boy and the Heron. I really want to see that. Never heard of it. Oh, it's an anime. So you should Ooh. watch it. And it's the I thought I mentioned this to you before. It's the one that's got Robert Pattinson in it. Um, I know you. I would have I mentally I would have known because I have such a weird I obsession with robert pattinson i know no like i don't like him in things 90 percent of the time but the batman was so fucking good that i have to respect him now you know i need that's another month we need to have i'm gonna force a pattinson month on you but i promise there'll only be amazing movies and you will change your mind about this guy i swear you would just so you know for every non-amazing pattinson movie you make me watch I'm coming back be. twofold. There won't be though. You're just gonna thank me. You're gonna give send me gold, gold and frankincense and myrrh. But he he does the voice for uh, the heron in the in the movie uh, for the mm. English dub. And if you watch the trailer, you it's unrecognizable. People didn't even believe it was him at first because he almost does like a uh, he's like he's like Mark Hamilling it like he genuinely puts on like a hello boy like you can't even recognize I had no voice. idea for the longest time that Mark Hamill was doing the Joker mm-hmm like I Mark yeah. Hamill is such a fucking legend uh, I know, again, I'm sure he's... people would give you shit for that but no dude yeah it's amazing he's so good that you might not even know <laughs> yeah he yeah no and and people people are gonna give me shit for a lot of things um I'm okay with that one as well. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, we should see that one. Uh, Killian Murphy won for Oppenheimer, best actor in a drama. Um, I know who he is. He was the main character. He played Oppenheimer in Oppenheimer. Very good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> two plus two does equal four. You're Indeed. genius. You're onto it, son. Somebody hire this guy at NASA. He, you can uh, tell how bad it 
actors because I get proud of knowing who the main character was in a movie. <laughs> I have heard of that guy. The one who won best actor in drama. Like, <laughs> like the one you hope, I, you hope you did. It's like, oh, have you heard of maybe Robert Downey Jr.? He won best supporting actor. You heard of that guy? He was he in the movie? He was in he was Iron Man. Yeah, he was in Oppenheimer. There's so many people in Oppenheimer. Uh, fucking Josh is in Oppenheimer from Drake and Josh. And like he in trouble for some stuff. No, that was Drake. This is Josh. Oh, Josh. We like Josh. That's right. Yeah. He was in it. And like literally right before he presses the button for the test, he's like, I'm gonna do it. I'm just kidding. He doesn't say that. But I wish oh, he did. Oh my god, I really <laughs> wish he did. He was in a few things that I, I remember when I first started I'm sorry I'm gonna let you finish but Audrey at one point they asked him where the keys were and Audrey just went Megan <laughs> oh, shit made me laugh so hard alright what were, what were you gonna say he was in uh -oh. a few things he was in a few things and, and this was probably a couple years past Drake and Josh and I was really surprised he's a really good actor not because I didn't think he couldn't be but he did the Amanda show. Like, I grew up with him doing a very specific character. So to see him branch out so successfully, I was like, oh, this is really awesome. Yeah, no, he's he's incredibly good. Um, for, for anybody at home watching this right now, I don't know how I got so far away from my desk throughout this episode. I don't know if you noticed that. I was I like... No, well, I noticed because you look so close to it now that it almost yeah, looked like, awkward. I'm like, what the hell is Because of how happening? far away you are. See, it's funny. My chair doesn't roll. It's on like a, a stationary spot. So mm. I have to like physically move it if I want to be any close. Well, I guess I could also just move the mic. That's fair. Oh, yeah, because you this got like the, the more comfier chair. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. There's not much really to say. Honestly, the Golden Globes is kind of like the 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 lesser dumb stepchild of the Oscars. It's like the practice. It's like the practice run for the Oscars. It's like, what the? what's the point of it? I totally forgot that there was like two separate. Exactly. One. Here's my thing. And I think part of the reason why I was like never interested in one. I felt like all the movies that won are typically movies that like half the population has never heard of. They're very obscure or they're done by directors that did a very specific thing. That's been and changing most recently. Don't understand though. it. I think. Okay. Because for the longest time, I'm like, I, I just don't seem interested. It just felt like really rich people saying, we did a really good job at doing this thing that we're really successful at. Like, yeah, no, okay. pretty much. And, and I, I can see like a, people saying like, oh, well, they have like awards for sports. But those are people who are actually pushing their bodies to like crazy levels of athleticism. And granted, I'll say there's certain techniques in, in film. And I think doing the podcast, I, I've picked up on more of these things where I'm like, okay, I get it. I respect it. But for the longest time, I was just so like, not, not against watching it where I'm like, oh, they should stop filming it. But I just never cared to watch it because I'm like, it's just rich people patting themselves on the back for yeah. literally doing their job. I would say I... I agree with the part about it being rich people just hyping themselves up because really it's them who's choosing who the best movies are. It's not the people. It's not like a people's choice award of like, oh, this was the best. It's like yeah, we were saying, like, they give Barbie the box office achievement because it's like, oh, good job. you. But technically, it's like, well, that might have been the people's best choice if that's the one that had the best. So why does it get the lesser so yeah it's but it's like the electoral college all over again here we go here we go uh but but i disagree that it's any lesser than like a physical award um because i think there is a lot of artistry and merit to it that does doesn't uh, doesn't require a war i don't think anything requires a ward ship i guess that's kind of a weird way to put it but there's things to applaud and things to actually like lift up i'll give you that i'll give the i'll give the artistry part of it uh when we look at even actors like joaquin phoenix in joker i mean mm -hmm. that that was uh, like that deserves an award and and so i guess i i think a lot of maybe more of those views were prior views that i had on entertainment as a whole oh, where that's fair. now that i'm older i can also see a okay, k you know somebody again like 
like the level and extent that Walking Phoenix went to play that Joker role was absolutely oh, yeah. insane. Well, I think the most interesting part about a lot of the things, it, it kind of, it kind of inherently has that problem when it comes to like directing, sound design, things like that. Because if you don't notice them, they're doing their job. If you don't notice the sound design mm. in a movie, it's because the sound design is so good that you're just in it. Because if you notice yeah. something, it it's because usually you, it's wrong. You. Yeah, it's like, oh, why did that voice sound too quiet? Why is this too loud? Why? If you don't make any of those comments, it means that it was perfect, most likely, because what else would you have to talk about? Because nobody else really talks about how good sound design is. That, that's something I try to notice in movies, especially being a more of a musician and like focusing on like audio and things like that. I have started to take more of an appreciation in sound design, even with like fan films that I've been watching on YouTube. Like when there's ADR and somebody does like speech over the fact afterwards, if it's well done, mm -hmm. I take account of that. And I'm like, that was really well done. Like that's good ADR. And I try to make it a point. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's sadly one of those things, even stunt work. Like if someone pulls off an amazing stunt, it, it almost goes unnoticed because it's just like, yeah, you did it. Like you like, and what's funny is we don't even give awards to stunt people that we I was should about to ask, is there a stuntman award? Because not really, if no. anyone deserves an award, it's the people who they hire. So that way their stars don't get hurt. Like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, no, like that's some of the most incredible work. VFX artists, they don't really have a, awards. Like, yes, there is a best, there is a best VFX award that goes out, but almost always it just goes to like the movie that has the most effects, not the best effects, the most yeah. effects. So it's like Ready Player One or like shit like that. But, but then there's movies that you find out aren't like fantastical like i can't th like dunkirk for example or like a war movie where a lot of it is cgi but the whole point is that you don't even notice that it's cgi mm. because it's so well done so of course people aren't voting for that for the best vfx because you don't even notice that it has the best mm. vfx you know mm. uh yeah which and so it's kind of inherently interesting with sports because it's like it's obvious when someone is the best at something it's it's not discreet it's not like, yeah. like maybe the be the best comparison would be like a defensive lineman, you know, where it's like, oh, everyone really gives it to the quarterback. But if he didn't have that lineman, he couldn't get those throws off. So it's like he's got offensive one of the best linemen, linemen on yeah. the. Yeah, I'm sorry. Offensive lineman. Yeah, excuse me. I almost before, was there. Before almost, we get raked over the coals. You, you were you were really close. You yeah, I was almost there. Shot. Yeah, I was almost there. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I bet that there's some people who would have the opposite opinion you do though. Like I'm, there's some reviewers on YouTube I, I even know who are so fucking kind of like, I, I don't want to say hoity-toity, but definitely mm -hmm. very much like art, like movie is art for art's sake type of reviewer that they have the opinion of like, well, why give awards to sport people? Like, oh yeah, you threw the ball really well. Good job. You know, like that, like, that's the way they look at it. And it's like, oh, okay. Like it's almost from that. It's like the same angle reversed, you know, it's like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they're wrong. Uh, yeah. But okay. <laughs> yeah, you're both wrong. No. <laughs> and that's where you're wrong. I'm the only one who's correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the internet. Welcome to me. Welcome to being me in my life. Should we talk about Matt Pat? Yeah, I'm uh I'm a little sad pat. Yeah, I am too. But, but I'm like sad pat. I'm I'm happy for him because he he does bring up uh, I think a really good topic. That I will say there's one channel that uh, we'll we'll talk about afterwards that I think I'm totally okay with going on for forever. But he makes a good point where he's kind of like, you know, there's there's usually two ways you exit. <laughs> and it kind of goes back to the uh the the Batman kind of either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain yeah he's like i can either yeah. exit you know after we have the best year that we have and and leave on a really great note or i can do it on into obscurity for forever and and just become kind of forgotten about and i respect that um i will say the people that i never want to stop doing what they do is game grumps yeah i i think game grumps are forever i'll, I'll I know. tattoo that i know i know I, I will admit, though, that 
if they did, I wouldn't blame them because I even find myself not watching them as consistently. So it's like, if I'm not watching them as consistently as I used to, if I am the general populace watching them, quote unquote, other people aren't watching them as much either because I used to watch them every single day. Like Game Grumps were one of my dailies, you know, for sure. Yep. Now oh, it's yeah. like at the end of a week, if there's a couple episodes I miss, I'll catch up on in a little binge or something before bed or like it's kind of become one of those. Um, so I don't really know. I haven't really noticed their viewership if it's gone up or down or I, I know they have a couple episodes every now and then that are like bangers, but I'm not really sure. Oh, God, excuse me. Oh, I would hate for them. To, yeah, we love you guys. I would hate for them to end. Um, I kind of understand the MatPat thing, though, because mm -hmm. I was feeling it a little bit. I, I, it's so weird. Wait, didn't we just last episode? Actually, we did. And this was before his post. You were saying how you felt like there were certain, certain videos you could tell he wasn't writing anymore because he just didn't feel as like invested. Yeah. Connected to it. Um, yeah. 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 You can quote us on that, and we have timestamps. That yes. was recorded before he released his uh, audio. His goodbye. Video. Yeah, son of a bitch, man. I really wish we would have released that episode. I mean, that we couldn't have. It, there's a there's an order to this. Literally impossible. I um no, well we could have. We recorded it before. I could have uploaded I mean, yeah, it. Technically. But there's an order to this. We have to keep our order. Um, yeah, literally last episode we we talked about how. I felt as though his his content was feeling less like him. And now it makes sense. They were kind of probably phasing him out to make the transition of the new people coming in way easier. Like, you yep. know, I doubt that their plan was to just one day stop Matt Pat writing and producing and acting and then go into the next people, you know. Um, there's been a lot of YouTubers leaving this year. Uh, Tom Scott is one I watch. Um, he makes like short form videos that are just very insightful, kind of like I'm at this place and this is what they do here. You know, it's almost I don't even know. It's, not, it's hard to describe is it the, the Meat Canyon guy as well. Yep. Meat Canyon's taking a while off. He said he's still going to be doing his like personal channel which is him doing kind of like random videos where he's like this is a movie i watched and this is this is weird you know mm -hmm. uh but from his like cartoons because i didn't even realize he was uploading a cartoon once every two weeks and like that's like for a cartoon that's a lot of work that's a yeah. lot fucking nuts dude and i guess he was just saying like it became factorial like he just wasn't feeling like he was doing anything worth it he was just making something for the next cartoon um which makes sense you know i think rubber ross did the same thing ross uh he felt like his making cartoons on youtube was just a little too much like well, you just have to keep up with constantly posting yeah so he took a step back from that um yeah i uh, you know we talked about the map pad thing on the phone a little bit earlier today and i i got my i got my little frustrations out about it i'm not going to go too hard into it but no, I, I'm going to miss him a lot. I did genuinely grow up loving him, and his videos are amazing, and we watched him all the time. He's a big part of my oh, YouTube, yeah. like, upbringing. Um, but as part of what we were saying in the last episode, there was this kind of, like, lack of sincerity in him, where I, I, I don't know if sincerity is the right word. It's just that, like, he's such a YouTuber personality that I... I don't know when he's being sincere and when he's being Matt Pat, the, the YouTube personality, because he's mm -hmm. done serious videos like this before, but the, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, it was just something about the video that felt very theatrical and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think it wasn't like genuine. Like, I think that there's still mm -hmm. like, I think he felt the emotions he was feeling. Right. But I think instead of, I think he was leaning into those emotions, if that makes sense. Like, like this emotion makes for good content lead into this emotion. Because if you compare that goodbye video to almost every other YouTuber's goodbye, goodbye video, you'll kind of see what I'm talking about, where very clearly he was mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to lean into the emotional side of it 
I, I don't know. It's like it's like a people reading thing, you know? It's like when people are bullshitting you or not. Like, over so many times of dealing with people, like, in customer service or things like that, you start to get a feel for what is, like, acting and what is, like, a genuine thing, you know? And, like, mm -hmm. when someone is, like... I, I think I mentioned to, to you, it's, like, the biggest thing that got me was the teardrop. It's, like, you physically saw a tear go down his cheek and then he let it sit there and dry for like two to three minutes and that's like one of the most unhuman things i can imagine like it, it and like i don't know that and that's where i mean it's like it's like leaning a little bit more into that drama and it's like it's not that the tear wasn't real it's that his response to it and like wasn't real does that make sense am i making any sense no, no, no. I, I, you're, I, I think you're making sense. Um, I watched the whole video and uh, he does preface the video with like, I, I didn't script this. The other thing I was thinking is it might just be, I almost want to call it a camera effect where humans will always act differently when they know they're being watched. So mm -hmm. while maybe in terms of in person, you're crying, you wiped a tear, uh, Maybe there's something about the camera and don't touch your face too many times when you're on camera. That is a natural thing that affects it. Um, but I also know that given my field of work, I tend to to fall more in the line of I'm just going to trust people at their word mm, that's fair. and and just kind of give them the benefit of the doubt because I don't know. But I I, I think at the end of the day, we, we both agree he was a huge part of uh, the YouTube community. I mean, how many times have we re referenced that's just a theory, a conspiracy? Oh my god! Or yeah. any, multiple times. So oh, it's yeah. one of those. His his influence like is undeniable. Um, yes. And he made a great point where he's just like we we've created such a crazy following on across four different separate channels. Yeah, he's he's left a huge impact. I but I I, I think he's going if he's going to do it. This is probably the best way to do it. He, and I, yeah. I had noticed this as well. He's had other people on his channel that have kind of been like, oh, this is, I think, Santi for food theory, or this is, I think it's Tom on game theory, involving them a lot more to create. And it was, it was something that I'd kind of had in the back of my mind or of like, oh, he's bringing a lot more people on. And I wonder if that is to be able to balance his time. But I do like that he did take into consider. I think this is kind of going back to my HR background, that he's like, this is too much for one person. I want there to be one person for each channel. So that way somebody else isn't taken away from their mm -hmm. life as much as, you know, this affected me. And yeah. I, again, being a parent to two kids, I believe he has. And the amount of time that he had to dedicate to this, I... I I have nothing but but best wishes for him and oh, yeah. I know he's going to do great things. Yeah, no, I I respect him. I respect the man. I have no quarrels really, you know, like I I love him. I hope he does well whatever his next venture may be. Um I th I th honestly I think that's part of it. Like if I was to make my own Matt Pat theory, you know, and this isn't me, you know, trying to spread rumors or trying to start some gossip <laughs> or some shit. I'm not going to post this as a fucking TikTok short or something. This is just if I have a theory, it's just like seeing the 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 span of his work and what he's kind of done and become. I think it just wore on him. And I think what I noticed is that I think it's that. The, because early on, of course, he was the MatPat that's always like, well, that's just a theory. That, but the only time he did that voice, really, was like the intro and the outro. And then in the middle of the episode, it was like, all right, let's break down the facts. But if you watch like a recent video, it's like the entire thing is the MatPat voice. And it almost feels like he has to like force this voice because he doesn't really even want to do it anymore. So instead of just being like, okay, let's break this down. We have this, this, it's like, all right. So if we have this and then this, well, that can be like, it's almost like a Guy Fieri thing, the whole episode. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's again. Yeah. I think it's like a facet of him losing the passion for it and not because he doesn't want to do it, but because well, shit, you've done it for 10 years. You have a fucking kit. You have kids. Uh, 
you have you kids, know. you have a wife, you know, you, you have a life that you want to build and you want to yeah. be there for moments. And an empire. You're, you're now, you know, delegating other people on top of doing your own thing. So, of course, it's going to get overwhelming and it's going to be over. And that's where I think, like, maybe... Again, my theory leans into a little bit more of like maybe he was worried that if he wasn't sincere in his goodbye video that people would think like, oh, you just wanted to fucking leave the whole time. You know what I mean? Like I, we could just tell mm. you were ready to go and you goodbye. Fuck you, Matt. And so to avoid that entirely, he was like, you know what? I'm just going to be raw, raw emotions and like leaned into the emotion for that reason, because it's like, well, I better do that because, you know, if it was a very sterile, like, I'm leaving, I'm not going to, you know, everyone would have been like, what's happening? You know, like, what? Well, uh, so Are you being kidnapped. He almost had to be emotional, you know, because other YouTubers that are leaving have hinted at it, you know, like Meat Canyon. He, he mm. was kind of hinting at it a little bit. And then Tom Scott, he made a video like six months ago that literally said, I'm leaving YouTube in six months or something like that. So like he made <laughs> it very clear that he's leaving soon. Um, so yeah, there there are, I, I think that kind of feeds into it a little bit where, again, I'd like to make it a point. I don't think that what he was doing wasn't genuine. I just think that he leaned into the emotional side of it for the sake of, like showmanship and the show and, the, and that's and then there's nothing wrong with it it's like you said the camera effect um now you know if you were to start to get into psychology of it it's like well does that make him less genuine because he thinks more about the camera then it's well it's like i don't know i'm not trying to get into all that obviously but it's like it is a thing clearly um but yeah i don't know uh we'll miss you though buddy I i'm not sure what you're gonna you do next missed. and that's not a theory that's a fact I'm proud of that. I don't care what Lame. you say. I'm proud of that. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm wondering if he made some connections with uh, during his FNAF filming. Maybe he'll try to do some acting because that's usually you shorter what, gig stuff, you know. You know what got mentioned in one of the recent videos, and I'm like, that would have been the craziest fucking twist of all. It was that Matt Pat and Scott Cawthon were the same person. How mind-blowing of a twist would that have been? If Scott Cawthon never existed this whole time and nobody bothered he's, to look into it, really? He's just a character that Matt Pat made to, like... Oh, I'd give him all the credit. He'd absolutely... Oh. That, the coolest step away fucking... From everything. FBI hire him immediately. Yep. But, uh... All right. Uh, somehow... Jesus, we're over an hour. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? bubblegum flavors no i i had nothing else do you like bubblegum flavored things yes i but Ew. here's the thing i love i love cotton cotton candy is like my favorite Ew. Treat. Ew. So the cotton candy bubble okay do you well, wait, prefer no, real cotton candy is great cotton candy flavored things are trash oh dude cotton candy flavored gum Oh, oh man well, you just like, like that, that continuous cotton candy yes the hubba bubba or no it's bubblicious the bubblicious with the duck on it, the cotton candy. And okay, then there's the like cotton candy sour straws that I think I've had that are super good. Cotton candy, anything is no. fucking immaculate. Bro. No, dude. Do you prefer minty gum or fruitier gum? Uh, it depends on what my desired outcome is. Do I want Weird. fresher breath? Mint. Do I want just to chew gum? Fruit. I it's so funny because I hate like minty gum but if somebody's ever like hey do you want a piece of gum and they're like it's minty I'm still gonna say yes and and yeah. chew it because oh, I, I like gum. gum I don't like the the cinnamon gum the kind mm -hmm. of big red that's got like the kind of spicy kick I'm like this doesn't mm -hmm. make any sense this is bubble gum it's not Mexican candy I had a weird kick with it for a while, but I don't. Well, you know what's funny? I don't like super sweet gum either. Like, I, I used to like Fruit Stripe, and now I'm just like, anything similar to that? It's uh, like, why? I love Fruit But the, the problem with Fruit Stripe, and I realize this has been, like, memed to death, is that the flavor lasts, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, of course. And then it's gone. You know, but in honor of Matt Pat, we should do a theory. We should get Fruit Stripe gum and then chew it until it loses flavor and be like, we can definitively say... 
it will last about this many seconds. <laughs> we should do it for our brother. It's it's what he would have wanted. Yeah, no, bubblegum flavors trash, dude. I'm sorry. I, Why? I respect your dude, opinion. Dude, it's so good. It's not. It's not. There's not a single thing flavored bubblegum. Pepto-Bismol? Other... <laughs> All right, you got me there. No, well, how, okay, last topic. How do you feel about birthday cake flavored things? So fucking good. Oh, God damn it, dude. So good. It's so gross. It's so no, nasty. No, it's good. It's just dried vanilla icing. That's all it tastes like. It's just gross, dry vanilla that's, icing. That's still good. That's, that's still good. No, okay, cake uh, or ice cream? What's better? Inherently? Ice cream. So it's like, ice cream. No, no, hold on. You're saying the best cake versus the best ice cream. Cake. 100% cake. Are you nuts? Ice cream. No, ice okay. Cream okay, no. Grocery store cake versus grocery store ice cream? Ice cream. Of course, all day ice cream. But the best version of either of those things? Cake. 100%. You could have ice cream in the cake and it would still work. So it's better. No, still but better. But if that means it would still work, then that makes ice cream inherently better because no, I'm not saying it would that, add on no, to it. No, the cake would I'm take away from ice cream. No, cake does not. No, it does not. Because if you have little cake bites in your ice cream, delicious. Oh, so little cake bites would be delicious with a majority of ice cream. So ice cream is better. Of, no, the same way a little <laughs> bit of ice cream would be delicious no, with no, no, a no. bunch of but cake. There's no ice cream cake that has a little bit. But it's yes, like almost is. half of at all times. Oh, it's see, like no, almost half. Because oh, all you've had Dairy Queen, sir. Exactly. Because all you've had is your cheap fucking carnival Dairy Queen ice cream. Listen, that's the, soft serve. It's not even ice cream, Tyler. Go to come using your government name. Go to fucking, go to fucking, what the hell is it called? Go to Cold Stone and get one of their fancy ass ice cream cakes and you tell me what you have to say about cake is better. Cake is better. I thought you were going to say go to hell, but you're like, what the hell is that go called? To, go, like, what, the hell is, what the hell is that place called? It's the one that, not heaven, you know. Oh, hell, I can't think of it. Damn. Damn it to hell. No, dude. Ice cream is, is superior. All right, let us know in the comments. Do you like ice Ice cream more? No. Do you like th this cake is, more? You're, dude, you're so this is so ridiculous. So you're telling it's me you easy. go. It's easy. It's ice cream. No. Okay. Yes. Ice cream is amazing. I'm not arguing if ice cream is amazing, but ice I'm saying better. that if you had top tier bowl of ice cream next to top tier cake, you're telling me you're ice not cream. getting a slice of that bad boy? Oh my God. Ice cream. You're out of your mind. We might have to Because you podcast. can have more ice cream than cake. No, cake is it, filling. It's it, spongy. Oh, delicious is what you're saying. And then not halfway through a bowl of ice cream, it becomes liquid. So what? You have to drink it. I'm not drinking Bro, it. Some slow churned. You're making me bean hate ice cream. ice cream. You're making me hate ice cream. The more I think about it, yeah. The more I think about that, how how much, yeah. No, no, yeah. that sounds like a cop out. You're just trying to not admit how much you see. You've wavered where I've been like absolute in terms of ice cream oh, is superior. No, and I think I've it should. never wavered. I've never wavered. My only point was that You're vanilla wavered. No, no, hear me out. All right, this is where I'm a nuanced boy. Okay, this is why I could never be on a debate team because I would lose because I would say <laughs> something that's against my own point. But my point is, is that mid-tier ice cream versus mid-tier cake, ice cream always wins. Of course, bro. But if you were talking about best cake versus best ice cream, it's the best fucking cake every day, dude. Every what, day. What is the best cake? What is this imaginary exactly. cake you've invented? Exactly. But I'm saying, what's this best ice cream? What's the, like, because there is a version of a best cake I can imagine. What's the best ice cream? What are you talking about? Bro, actually, like, hand-churned. Okay, yeah, it is no, really like good. I'm not even going to play. No. So good. I was going to say, you like Ben and Jerry's first off. Of course, yeah. Oh, no, in hand-churned, like, slow, oh, soft ice cream? I oh, love it. dude. Of course, so good. But not as good as, like, a fucking, uh, or, like, oh, dude, it's a better. cheesecake? It's not better. It's not better. A cheesecake? A cheesecake. Oh, I thought you said, okay, hold on. 
that's like its own separate you, oh, you're not putting like we're... birthday cake in the same category as a cheesecake wait are you only specifically saying vanilla birthday cake versus ice cream or are you no, saying no, no, no. all I'm, cakes like, like it could be it could okay. be like a red velvet cake okay. i'm just saying yeah, it can't no. have cake, like that that cake. creamy texture to it because i feel like cheesecake is like the in-between between a cake and ice cream because you have that kind of dairy creaminess but you have more of a a firm i'm not gonna melt if it's been on the counter for a little bit so then is cheesecake uh, the best then should we just agree that cheesecake is the best it kind of is cheesecake kind of the best like like let's hear me out you go to a party there's three things on a table like you know you don't like chocolate so vanilla birthday cake mm -hmm. with cream cheese ice cream or icing incredible like the best version of that okay. in the middle a nice french vanilla ice cream hand churned soft right it's got mm, some caramel in softest. it whatever the fuck you like i don't know what oh, the fuck you... yeah there you go like uh that. whipped cream jimmies you got uh sprinkles uh, slow down all right no sprinkles i'm not against so take them, the but they don't no, take them i don't like you take oh. it away jasper spend send back the sprinkles so no sprinkles okay. jasper's our chef now yeah yeah uh and then at the end of the table just a normal cheesecake Cold cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with a slice of the fucking cheesecake, dude. Like I'm. I'm <laughs> it could be a grocery store Kroger brand cheesecake that they pop out of one of those plastic, like tins. I don't care, bro. Cheesecake is, and I can say this: I've had like an ultimate version of a cheesecake. Uh, my wife and I, because of her job, got invited to a a very like French fine dining restaurant um here in town mm. which was oh dude like i'm probably two promotions away from being able to actually like <laughs> eat there and not worried about it no i'm about to figure it, away from affording that when i say the softest cheesecake it it was a texture almost like ice cream the way it melted but it still had its shape the consistency was dude top tier cheesecake beats like everything right. so okay we can definitively agree cheesecake is best yes second place cake third place ice cream all right thanks everyone for listening to the no! neon valley podcast <laughs> uh we appreciate your patronage uh speaking of patronage go over to the patreon.com backslash neon valley pod and go for join only triples yeah only for only two dollars a month for less than a cup of coffee <laughs> That's it. For less than a cup of coffee. In this economy? In this economy. Only $2 a month. And you get extra little bits. Uh, you get episodes oh. early. You, you get, get shout outs every single episode. For yes. as long as we have enough time to shout people out. Because if for some reason one day we end up having a lot of patrons, it might be awkward to shout out like 100 people in <laughs> one episode. The entire episode is us just reading the list of Kyle, names. Kyle, Steven Joseph. But yeah, it's like, oh God, okay. Uh, so... Make sure to join that Discord, Reddit, all that good stuff. Uh, Mitchell, got anything else you want to say to the people before we end the 30-second episode? Check us out on Twitch. Uh, we're more consistently live-streaming on both our channels. Scourge is over there big on some Tarkov, some Baldur's Gate action. Might be joining me. Uh, I be doing a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! So Cease if you into that kind of stuff, you should definitely check us out. Uh, links will be in the description. Hell yeah. All right, guys. And remember, 3716. Okay. 3716. Bye.